All right. We're back. Happy fucking New Year's. Merry fucking Christmas. We're doing all the whole nine right now. And we got a special episode for you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, big old dildos and, you know, nine irons and iron boards and fucking circuit boards. It's going to be amazing. You guys going to be fucking doing backflips and hula hoops and you guys going to be doing it all because you're, you're going to love this episode. This is a episode of an old friend of mine. Uh, their name, they go by Joe Anderson, the Ice Man, Ice King, Ice Prince, um, Prince of the, uh, Prince of the Stone Age. It's gonna be fucking insane. You guys are gonna be fucking loving this. You're gonna be sending me DMs left and right saying, oh man, have that guy back on. Yeah, you know, I wanna hear what he has to say more. And you, you didn't, you're gonna be like, oh, why didn't you let him finish that really important sentence? And I'm gonna be like, oh, well, we'll have him again. We'll have him again. But, um, you know, we're here and, uh, we, we got the best guest, uh, of all time of the new year so far. Uh, Joe Anderson. Fuck. Give it up. Hey. Hey. How we doing, George? Doing pretty good. Just chilling, relaxing, slacking. It's good to see you, my friend. It's been a long time. It's been like, I think almost two years from this month. You think so? Yeah, because remember I came by when I had some relationship issues going on and stuff, and I was moving, and then I literally, that's kind of when this path kind of started, too, was, like, right after that. Like, I went up to my dad's house and then was, like, living up in the mountains for a while after I seen you, and then I pretty much was just, like, emotionally distraught and kind of just, like, fucked up in the head and needed some uh, guidance, and that's where the ice came in. Okay, the ice. So- yeah. When when we talk about the ice, are we talking about uh, crystal meth? What are we talking about? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, so talking about like ice water, cold exposure, different like uh, healing modalities of breath that I was using to keep myself warm. Pretty much like when I was up there, I had this like I was kind of experimenting with this stuff already before all that stuff happened. But like had the most like emotionally distraught experience in my life. I felt like my heart was ripped into pieces. Wanted to pretty much kill myself, so I went into the woods with pretty much just my shorts on and my shoes. I left my jacket in the car, and my dad was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'll be all right. But honestly, I was trying to kill myself, really. And then I went out there, and instead of like feeling worse, I just felt better and had no problems when I was done. And felt like strong and happy, and then that took me on like this little journey that I've been on. Oh, man, that's both uh, horrific and beautiful. Um that's all I can say about that. It's, you know, and I'm sure you're going to be talking about it more. Um, and I mean, since I've known you in high school, I remember you would, you would talk about, you would, you would, uh, give out murmurs and you would mutter about, uh, doing ice cold bass in your, uh, tub. And that's transformed. Cause I remember <laughs> when we were in high school, you're like, yeah, I'm going to fucking put ice cubes in my bathtub and. You know, I'll see you like in two weeks. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, just uh, exponentiated at this point. Yeah. Now I'm like in the creeks jumping in there butt-ass naked, like with a heart full of courage, my friend. Oh, man. Well, can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit, so the audience knows a little bit more about uh, you? Of course, of course. Maybe, maybe not just about the ice, but... yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe about everything else. Well, I met George because me and him lived together. Uh, we like... 
pretty much lived across apartments in this apartment building when we went to high school in Haverford High School. And uh, we were just good friends. Me and George had a great relationship. I probably corrupted him with marijuana. And, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> you corrupted my mind a little bit. I mean, I was already kind of corrupted. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't all my fault. But I do take some blame. No, I mean. We had some fun, didn't we? I watched, we had a lot of fun times. Oh, yeah, we had a lot of fun times. A lot of uh, wacky times. A lot of, man, I uh, probably would have rather have done something else times. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of bad weed experiences where I'm like. <laughs> having a panic attack. Yeah, having panic attacks where like, I'd rather not have done this or have been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, no, always I mean, good memories. Yeah, I kind of just uh, went from there and then. um. I guess for like a while, I just didn't even know what the fuck I was doing in life at all. Part of my language. And, uh, you know, kind of just this went. This is a rated R podcast. We t- <laughs> it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what you say. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can talk about cocks and the fucking. <laughs> the fuck am I saying part of my language for? There's no kids around here. No. And if there's kids listening to this, I don't even know how you found this. <laughs> I don't even know how you found this. Now, sometimes oh I look on the demographics and who's listening. There's people from, like, Utah and, like, Colorado, Illinois, and I'm like, how are you listening to That's this? That's really cool. I'm like, why are you listening to this right now? Like, this, none of this makes sense, because uh, all I talk about is, like, blacking out and, like, fucking pissing my pants and shit like that. It's just, like, that's all I talk about. And music. And music. I, actually, and I talk to my guests. Music's another thing that brought me on a path this year. I've been following this uh, artist named uh, Tipper. And I went to every single set of his this year. He's a DJ producer. He makes like really wonky kind of like alien robotic sounds that are like dynamic and like if the alien and robot were having sex and smoking DMT at the same time. Oh boy, that sounds absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it was wild. I would love to immerse my body and submerge my soul <laughs> into that, those sound waves. Um, is there anything you'd like to say before I uh, kind of ask you some more questions and take Not, the podcast over uh, just, for, just for a little bit yeah yeah i guess so let's let's talk about a couple of things wait wait, wait 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 uh anything you like to say about yourself don't look at the book just yet okay we'll take that for we'll a little go, bit later. okay okay yeah um i guess um that i'm just uh been doing my journey and following my heart and instead it's like instead of trying to plan my life out and do everything it's kind of been working out more as a follow my heart and my life and everything has just been appearing when i need it i i have everything i need all right well you heard that here first folks um if you don't know the ice man himself you know him now and you know you can feel free to follow him and fucking stalk him <laughs> it's gonna be hard to find him he's in the middle of the woods sometimes <laughs> but um all right um i know you're a nice prince how did that all start oh so i um i guess actually it started um like i mean i would experiment with ice baths and stuff but it really started when i like read i seen wim hoff's uh, vice article or and a vice documentary about like the people went there and how they healed their bodies and i was dealing with like a lot of health issues myself at the time and like the doctors didn't know what the hell was wrong with me and they just kept giving me medications that weren't helping anything and so i just figured might as well just figure it out myself because they can't do it and i'm just gonna end up killing myself if i keep going this path because my body hurts so bad 
And uh, so I had to do something. And then I just started experimenting with like acupuncture and sitting in the sauna and doing exercises and breath work and different alternate healing methods that the, that we never were taught in our life, you know. If you don't mind me asking you, um, what were you experiencing that was uh, traumatic to your body? It was from an old tailbone injury, but it was the muscles in between your, really in your gooch called your pelvic floor. And they were like becoming tight because I have another hip flexor muscle that was tight. And when the hip flexor gets tight, it pulls your pelvic floor and like your, your groin and your pelvis in together. And they thought I had a, uh, they thought I had like a, uh, uh, I had prostate infection and I was 21 years old and it was like hurting to shit. It hurt to piss. It hurt to come. Like if you're 21 and it hurts to come, something's fucking wrong with your life and something needed to change real fast. And so the doctors didn't know anything and I had to just fix my life and fix my body. And here we are, you know, it's been working out and I'm, I'm getting the good work done and then I can teach others how to do it as well. Yeah, when would you say like that all like started like a uh, year wise? Uh, uh, I guess I was, uh, if I was 21, probably like 2015, 2016. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, did you, what, what were the small steps you took to like really get that ball rolling? Because now you're like fucking just jumping in fucking lakes in the middle of Canada. <laughs> uh, seriously. I guess uh, like the ball started getting rolling this these, this past year, really, though. But, I mean, like, the whole time I was experimenting, I was seeing what I was... I was testing my limits slowly. Now I've been doing it, like, I go swim in the, the water every day. Like, literally every day I go. And ever since I've been doing it every day, I've never felt this strong in my life. I've never felt this powerful. i never felt this healthy. i never felt this good and this confident. All right. Well, yeah. love to see that and hear that from anyone. Um, fuck I mean, uh, where's where is it at now? I mean, where where are you now? Where, you know, I'm, I'm um, from like beginning to like end, like uh, doing the ice stuff, doing the little bass. It never ends. We'll yeah. be doing this till the day I die. What's the most like luxurious and like most pleasurable memory you've had of doing it so far? So I was I went to on this journey this past year. When I went to like 37 states, 12 music festivals. Uh, 12 national parks, like all these state parks. I camped in a, I was in the tent for two and a half months and I was in Colorado. We were in the Rocky mountain national park. And I remember getting there. I got like sick because I guess the elevation just affected the way it affects your body and the oxygen. I got like this little cold and we were like hiking around. I kept going to the hot springs, trying to sweat it out, sweat it out. And then one day, it was actually remember Jared Lefton. He came out to visit us and like was camping with us. And we take this hike up to this lake called Emerald Lake, and it's a glacier up in the mountains there. I got there's a picture on my Instagram of me just laying in it, and. Uh, Honestly, like I was sick and stuff, but I looked at the water and I just got like all warm and fuzzy inside and like was like, I was like, my adrenaline started pumping and I was like, I'm getting in the water and I just started taking my clothes off. And I remember looking behind me and there's this this person in a hammock and they're looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, dude, I'm getting in the fucking water. What do you mean? What am I doing? I get my ass in the water and there's this huge piece of like, it's like a huge chunk of ice just like floating near me and then it just floats on top of me. And like I'm just chilling there, 
probably stayed in there for like two or three minutes or something, just relaxing in the water there. And that probably was my most pleasurable moment of being in the ice. Like I just felt so connected to the nature and the Damn. world and the mountains and the life. I seen this, uh, I, I think it was like a wolverine or something, some type of like smaller carnivore bear looking thing was running in, in the back in the snow on the mountains. Mm. And yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing. Oh man, that's beautiful. Um, fucking uh what's the worst experience you've had doing that um honestly one of the most i, I don't really i don't want to say worst but most challenging was actually this past uh like cold wave that happened i went out it was like 11 degrees or something like that i think it was 11 degrees and to get to the swim hole you gotta cross through the creek first so i have my crocs on and my feet and my feet, like I have a little bit of circulation issues with my feet. That's like what I've been training right now. From my my car accident, I had I broke my hip, my knee, and the circulation of blood going down there is kind of like, uh, you know, has some issues getting there sometimes. So my feet end up getting really cold. I had to cross through the water. Then I get out, and the water on my Crocs literally froze in like a minute. So now my feet are like ice blocks. I'm walking to the swim hole, and my feet Jesus. are hurting me, and they're hurting me. And I finally get to the swim hole, and now my feet are like pretty much ready to go home. And oh, yeah. just get warm. And I'm doing everything to try to keep my feet warm and doing my Tai Chi and doing my horse dance and dancing and doing anything I could to try to get my feet warm. And it wasn't working, so I just had to get in the water and it was completely frozen. So I had to, like, literally take a stick and, like, break the ice to get into the water. And then I get in the water and, yeah, that shit was cold. I had to, like, run back when I was done. Fuck. That dude. was a challenge for sure. Oh my god, that sounds absolutely terrible. I would not want that on any of my worst enemies <laughs> or I don't even know. Yeah. And when you get out it's so cold. I fucking bet. That's the thing, like most people take a ice bath, they're either inside or it's the summertime or something. When it's cold outside, it's a whole other animal. You really have to be careful and you have to know your limits and like I've just gotten to this point where I know where my body is. I know how much I can handle. I know the sensations that mean, like, yo, you're probably going to get frostbite if you do this any longer. It's time to get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on for a little bit. We can come back to the uh, ice um, shenanigans. We got afterwards. some Jorge shenanigans. No, we, we, talk, <laughs> we talk a little bit more about you, but just different things. Um I want to know uh, what are some of your favorite activities to do during the winter besides submerging your entire body in water? <laughs> uh, I mean, hiking, like, that's a part of it all, though. Like, the hiking really is a part of it. I guess, honestly, just sitting inside and, like, with, like, a nice cup of cacao or tea or something and just look. Cacao? Cacao. Cacao? It's, like, pure chocolate, like, 100% chocolate. Do some, a little bit of cocaine around here or something? Pretty much. It feels like cocaine when Jesus. you drink it. It's, like, it's like happy cocaine or something like that. Oh, man. It's, like, it's wild. It's, like, my coffee where in can the morning. You, where can you buy that? Uh, you can buy it on Amazon. Uh, it's just by ceremonial grade cacao that way it comes from like you know moral and ethic sources where it's not like these indigenous people being uh, oh, yeah. uh, manipulated or just like you know pe- 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 people like me people <laughs> that look like me <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I mean basically though yeah no for real yeah you're, I mean you're from Nicaragua right isn't yeah, it yeah so Peru is where a lot of the ceremonial grade cacao comes from probably there I'm sure there's cacao in Nicaragua I would assume so who knows 
who fucking knows? But yeah, you like going on walks and yeah, yeah, hikes, just reading cacao. inside. Like I feel like the winter time for a lot of people is like a reflected, introspective time of year. And like I myself am going out inside. I usually do some snowboarding. I'm not really great at it, but I'm just like after breaking my legs, it's like. Do I really want to do that again? Yeah. I right. can, I have a lot more control walking in the snow. I can enjoy it more if I know I'm in control. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Um, You ever get in a fight before? Uh, yeah, what you mean? I, I think you know fight that I got in um in high school. <laughs> I mean, I got in a couple of fights since then too, but that that fight was like the fight, man. You want to talk about it? It was like uh, I don't even want to say names, but let's just say you someone don't drop names if you don't want, but you uh, can someone, certainly drop them because no one no one here that's gonna you know be dropped is gonna be listening. Someone to threw a brownie at Chris McCarthy in the middle of uh. Uh, and this kid was picking on him for weeks and shit. I went down to the principal's office and told them, and they told me they were going to deal with it. They didn't do shit about it. And then literally like a week later, I literally told Dylan McNally, I was like, yo, I'm going to beat the shit out of this kid if he keeps fucking with him. And then there he goes, throws a brownie at him in the middle of class. And it's just like the rage inside of me. It was like my inner Viking just went to rip his face off from his body and dismember him in pieces. And so I literally just got up and just like slammed the desk. You know, and then we started going at it and shit in the middle. It was like Miss Harrison's class. That old ass lady on the car Dr. Riley <laughs> yeah it was, in, it was in Dr. Riley's room but it was Miss Harrison she taught yeah, yeah I thought she, she was, was I, <laughs> I thought she was just pushing no, cars and I, someone I think it was like Calvin Hawkins took a video of this and uh, of like, course he would you can hear in the background what, she's what's, like, what's that guy doing nowadays uh, that's a whole I have no idea man Fucking I, I don't really talk to many people I have a whole different group of friends at this point in my yeah. life yeah uh, I, like, I, like I like to think they're Still doing stuff, right? I hope so. I hope you guys are doing things. If you hear me, if you want to come in the ice, just come by. Are they still alive? Who <laughs> knows? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember, like, there was this moment in that fight where I was like, uh, I think I'm about to lose, and I like kneeled down, grabbed his leg, flipped him over me, and then his head just smacks on this chair, and blood just explodes everywhere. And I literally, I thought I was bleeding. There's so much blood on my face; it was all over my clothes. I literally looked like I killed somebody. Jesus. Yeah. But then it, uh, I got on suspension, and then I just went to winter break early. They like let me go on winter break three days early, pretty much by suspending me. So it's I was not like, bad. Yeah, I just went to the mountains. Oh fucking, that's so beautiful. You love to hear that. Um, <laughs> fucking yeah, I remember that. Uh, kinda. I mean, I don't remember the whole thing, but I remember it was like uh, very uh, advantageous of you. I mean, this the story. There was like very gladiator, gladiator esque. <laughs> like, uh, I remember just being like, I remember being like, who that guy? I know that guy. I'm like, I mean, that guy, that guy lives right next to me. He did that. I'm like, oh man, he is a good guy. He is a very good guy. I mean, that is something he would do, but <laughs> I didn't expect him to do anything like that, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, there you go and you do it and fucking, you're the talk of the town for like two weeks. <laughs> I guess that's how it goes, right? I guess. You're the talk of the town for like two weeks and then everyone forgets about you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fucking, that's great. That's amazing. Any other fights you want to bring up? Um, 
Well, I had this moment when I was hiking the one day. It wasn't even a fight, but I like was passing by this house and these four big ass dogs start charging me. Oh shit. And I'm hiking, I got my boots on, so I was like, I'll kick these motherfuckers in the nose that they come at me. And I was like trying I was like, nice doggies, nice doggies, yeah. it's all good. And then they're like rallying at me, getting closer. And the one's like, he's getting real close. He's gonna he's gonna lunge at me. And I look him in the eyes and just fucking scream like a crazy animal and then they just run away back to the house. <laughs> I mean that's what you gotta do. <laughs> I was like, all they right. tell you to do the same thing to like bears and shit like that like yeah. mountain lions yeah with bears though you sometimes like you gotta be with grizzly bears like you don't want to challenge them like that right away you want to oh. let them you want to be like oh you want to be like oh yeah oh like you don't want to like scream though you no, don't want to like i wasn't all about grizzly bears because that's that's another beast yeah grizzly bears you're pretty much <laughs> talking about, like, like black bears <laughs> black, well, black bears honestly like probably 90 some percent of the time they're probably not going to attack you yeah. even if but even with, they, their, with their cubs too that's they, what they say though they say you know if they get near you just get loud and yeah like, yeah know. i mean if they're if they're charging you it's probably for you probably have food on you or something if they're really yeah. coming for you and they gotta be hungry as shit because black bears literally don't know that they're bears they like do you think they're like cats or like little cute ant? Like they don't know how strong they are and how powerful. Grizzly bears, on the other hand, they know the how sounds, powerful they sounds are. Sounds like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Well, that's that was great. Um, what are some uh, favorite and least favorite jobs you've had as a as a lad? Um, I think my favorite job has been my most recent, which is just... No, what, no, as a lad. Oh, as a lad. Like, how, what, just like young? Just like teenager, you know. I early, worked at a sensory deprivation center for a little bit. That was pretty cool. It was a uh, East Coast float spa in Westchester. That was, that was a cool job, just seeing how it went. That. Yeah, but I just was not, uh, I had like a lot of things going on in my head and stuff at the time. Just could not keep down like a routine job at the time. My worst job was probably Barnaby's. That shit was whack. I remember, dude, you were like the fucking, the messiah there. You were like uh, holding it down a little bit, right? Yeah. At some point. I asked to leave like 15 minutes early the one time, and the one guy told me never to come back. I was like, all right, fuck you. Simple as that. And then I went to work at GNC after that, which helped me like learn sales and how to talk to people and shit, because I didn't know how to talk to people at that point in my life. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's always the hardest thing to learn. You yeah, know, how to talk to people. Really? You know? Yeah. But um, it just, uh, I guess eventually it's just like somewhat, you know, naturally older you get, the more you start to understand who you are as a person. You're like, oh, well, I'm going to talk a little bit like me. And then uh, the way they talk back to you, it's, you know, can't really see that coming. You just got to keep, keep doing it, you know? Keep going with the roll. Keep, you know, rolling with the punches. <laughs> Wrong with the punches. Here, um, I wanna, I wanna give you the headies so you have an idea of what it sounds like. How's that sound? Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So you kind of have an idea. Um, yeah. I mean, like, you wanna tell any stories from these? You can, you can wear that if you, you want. You got it. I, I don't. You wanna yeah. tell any stories? Um. Of these jobs, like uh, the Barnaby job, or like the. The deprivation tank job. You want to tell some stories about him? Oh, uh, that job was pretty cool. This guy came in one time and he was definitely tripping on shrooms, and uh, he went in the sensory deprivation tank. And then, like, you go in there for an hour. You should do a little longer if you can, but hours like typical time. 
And then he comes out and he's just like chilling in the lounge and he's like, his eyes are like wide open and shit. I'm like, you're, he's like, and then he comes up and tells me that he's on shrooms. Like, you probably shouldn't have told me that, but because we're really not supposed to let you in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Damn. Well, I haven't. It's too late at that point. He yeah. already went in there. He already went in. <laughs> I had no control. Any other crazy or just fun stories from this? Um, I guess like Barnaby's, we would just get high under the bridge after where it's smoke a lot of weed, you know? Yeah. You see any crazy fights there? Uh, yeah. I remember Lou threw some guy out the window one time. Luke? Lou. Lou? Oh, uh, Lou yeah, Petrie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that guy. He threw someone through the window. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Was it a small guy, big guy? Uh, probably like a mediocre guy. guy. Mediocre guy, average size. Jesus, what did he get thrown out the window for? I honestly don't even know. Was he trying to call his kids? Probably. <laughs> He's like, "All right, kids, we gotta go. We gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <"Gah!"> <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, love to see it happen. Lou's a good guy. Yeah, he is. I haven't seen Lou in fucking uh, dogs here, but I saw him recently. He's he's doing good. Yeah. Where's he? Where's he at? He lives on Westchester Pike, like right up the street from Barnaby's. God damn! Look at this guy. Fucking never would have seen it coming, but hey, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh man, um, I know you're a festival head. What were the shittiest and most amazing moments you experienced <laughs> at the festival? Oh God, uh. Sheesh, I guess one of the shittiest moments was this festival this year out in the, it was like southern Colorado, kind of like in the desert mountains down there, and like, it was called Sonic Bloom, and I had VIP tickets, and, you know, me and my my ex at the time, well now, she, well, she's my ex now, my girlfriend at the time, we were both there, we went with, uh, Jared came with us, and we linked up with another friend of ours, and then we had like a group of five people, um, but, like, you literally, we had VIP, and we had to carry our shit, like, two miles into these woods. And, like, I'm like, I have VIP. Why am I doing this? There's, like, th they told us we had showers and bathrooms and all that stuff. They didn't give any of us that stuff over there. Like, I literally requested my money back after that. They gave me full refund and everything because of how fucked up it was. And they, like, I don't know if they just, like, why they did that or what, but it was, uh, Jesus. there was like tarantulas and scorpions and rattlesnakes out there. I mean, it was fun. I had a massage. I got a massage. That was yeah. real, real nice. I went in that massage. She was like, is she about to suck my dick? What? <laughs> she was on there all sexy. Like, no, nah, I'm kidding. But, uh, she was, she, she knew what she was doing. She, uh, it was a good, yeah. I feel oh, like that's man. something too. Like comes in with the, all your stuff. Massage is very healing to people and helps their muscles. And like, you know, if you have uh, back problems or hip problems and stuff, like you can really, if you have issues, like maybe just get going to a, a massage therapist who knows what they're doing. It's uh, not a bad healing modality to follow. Yeah. I mean, body work is, it helps you breathe better. It helps you feel better. It increases blood flow. De-stress the muscles. Yeah, exactly. You know, fuck. Yeah. What were some uh, really amazing moments from... Uh... Probably the workshops that I got to do, like the Iceman workshops, the inner fire workshops I was doing, teaching people breathing techniques and um, like setting up the ice bath and doing different stretches and just really connecting with these people on a whole different level and like them trusting me to teach them and show them these techniques that they can use 
news anywhere in the world that helps them. And I think one of the coolest things was seeing them later on. And like a lot of these people, I'd see them at other festivals and stuff. And they would just come and be like, yo, the Iceman. And like, it ended up like, it's my alter ego in the festival. Yeah. Everyone knows me as the Iceman. And that's yeah. like, Iceman. That's how I, we have a community there. You we should have call a, yourself the Ice Prince. The Ice Prince. I'm trying to get to the Ice King here, but uh, we'll ice see. Ice King. Yeah, I guess I need to be what? a prince before I'm a king. Oh boy, you're, um, you're gonna have to dethrone Wim Hof. <laughs> no, he's the Ice God. He's made, oh, yeah? he's already in enlightened. I thought he was Ice Man. No, he's uh, he might people might call him Ice Man. You know, like Wim Hof's Ice God. He oh. what he has done is uh, amazing, absolutely uh, insane. The physical feats this man has done in the world, climbing Mount Everest in your shorts in 14 hours. Um, you know, uh, swimming under ice for 87 meters and his eyes froze shut and he almost died under there because he went farther than the hole was and no one was there to get him he's ran a, a marathon barefoot in the snow before jesus yeah like all these crazy things he's uh and i mean there's this other guy too um uh casper that's like uh one of his students that i've been following and stuff and He's pretty good teacher as well. But I guess to get back on track to the festival stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, really just meeting all my friends was probably the most important thing. I met so many people that have changed my life and helped me do what I'm doing. And uh, they give me guidance and things. Like, I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. I don't. And, and I think that's a part of experiencing life properly when you accept that you don't know everything and that you you need to learn certain things and that some people know things more than you. And my friends have been showing me things I never even knew how to do before and that it's helping me do my mission for everything. And they've been helping me too with other things, just even the workshop, putting, getting the ice, lifting the ice, like all kind, just anything, carrying the ice, moving it, wagons and coolers and all kinds of stuff. Like it's a group effort. So we're we're not talking about meth here, right? No, we're talking about ice baths. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get 120 pounds of ice at least for the one ice bath. Okay. And that, I mean, that's to keep it cold for a while. You can use less, but it's just like if you get all these people in the ice bath, it's going to start cooling down and melting all the ice. It's got to be cold. That's tough. Yeah. You have any other things you want to talk about, about these festivals? Um, oh, geez, there's so many things we can talk about at the festivals. I like, I learned how to like flow, which is like helped me honestly with the whole Iceman thing too, because like flowing is like flow toys, poi, you know what poi is? It's like the ball with the strings and my friends have kind of like taught me how to spin them uh, and it's like a flow I dance. I know if I know that. No. It's uh, they're fun. You look them up. You can slide They have ones that light they're on called fire. Flow? They're called poi. P-O-Y. And uh, there's also like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of women hula hoop. Uh, it's like a floats away from them. It's like a prop dancing is what this all really is. And that's helped me open my brain to other, like just unlock my brain. I didn't know that I could do these things. And it you clicks in your head and stuff. It's the same thing as like learning a language, how that helps your other parts of your brain focus and mm -hmm. optimize. Same thing with music. When you learn new instruments and learn how to new play new things and new chords and new just anything new with that it, it opens up parts of your brain that you weren't working with which helps you optimize and focus for other things right well yeah that's pretty cool yeah i mean uh any other downsides or big ups i mean there wasn't really too many downsides um 
Yeah, I guess the journey. I mean, I had some hard, tough times in it, but uh, I mean, most of it was dealt with. Had a couple of flat tire, you know, had a flat tire issue we had to deal with and stuff. But uh, I mean, that wasn't really at the fest. I went to this really cool fest in Erie, and uh, Lake 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 Erie, Lake PA. Yeah. <laughs> It's called Fire Lights Fest. If you guys are interested, you should definitely go. It's a really small festival. It's with really awesome people that they actually, they saw me in Denver and saw me have a festival from PA Jersey on. And they were like, it wasn't Fire Lights. It was a big festival called Big Dub. They're like, oh, you're from Pennsylvania. And they linked up with me and told me to come to the festival and all that stuff. And then I asked them if I could do the workshop. And they're like, yeah, of course you could do the workshop. And I got to collaborate with this uh, woman very angelic woman, very uh, spiritual woman, and she did a sound bath for the breathing in the ice bath. So, like, while I was conducting the breathing, she was, like, ringing crystal bowls. She had, like, chimes and flutes and drums and all kinds of instruments to, like, add to the element of uh, the the experience really the the breathing you know full immersion then you have the sounds of healing sounds like your eyes are closed you're really just in your mind and it's it was something special really it was a very special moment man that sounds so wonderful uh i don't even know what that would look like I, uh, <laughs> a bunch of hippies in a circle laying around yeah, i mean i could only imagine you know <laughs> under a tree <laughs> i just imagine i'm just kind of like uh like a baby with a binky in his mouth <laughs> that's the closest thing i can think of <laughs> just uh feeling in peace so maybe um fuck well let's move on for now if you know if you have anything else to talk about with that let me know um how was your holiday oh it was good my holiday was very good. I went up to my dad's and on Christmas we drank two bottles of wine and then he kind of forgot about the turkey because I was at my uncle's and I came back and then the turkey was a little dry, but it was okay. I still ate it. Nice. Sorry, dad. That's what you got to do. Sometimes <laughs> you still got to eat it. Oh, it wasn't, yeah. it really wasn't that bad. Sometimes you just have a little but, bit too much to chew. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got you to gotta fucking. You got some gravy. You need some you gravy on there. Swallow. Some little bit of gravy. That's right. Yeah. Any other, anything else for that? Or how um, about your New Year's? Anything? Oh, uh, New Year's was wild. We, I was in Minneapolis for New Year's to see the last tipper set this year. And uh, the festival was called Snoda, like Minnesota, you know? Yeah. And uh, we were up there. And uh, I was, I, I went swimming in the lake a couple of times too. Um, there was these people I read an article about that go swimming in the lake every morning at like 7.45. So I would called my Uber at like 6, probably like 7 o'clock, take me to this lake. It's like dark out. It's windy. It's snowing out. It's probably like 12 degrees outside. And then I get to this lake and I see these people like surrounding around this hole. And I was like, oh, I guess this is the spot. And the guy's like, are you going swimming? I'm like, yeah, I'm going swimming. See you. And I got out. I'm like, I got, I, I have a bag with... A blanket, I have a towel, I have uh, a change of pants because I'm wearing shorts so I can go swimming, and I have my cloak, and then... Your cloak? Yeah, my cloak. What are you, fucking vampire? No, I'm a Viking chief. Wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I get to the water. I'm like, it's mostly actually mostly women. It's probably like eight women, two guys. There's a European gentleman, and there's actually this guy. Uh, his name was Nick. I forgot his last name, but he's actually the reason why they're allowed to swim there. The city he got the permit for the water hole, so the cops like they the city will leave them alone and let them do their thing. You gotta sign a waiver and stuff, but. So I go there and, uh, you know, they invite me in to swim with them and I'm just sitting in there and they're like asking about me. They're like, oh, where are you from? I was like, Philadelphia. And, you know, they asked me why I came there. I told them Tipper to go see this festival. I travel around. I do breathing workshops and stuff. And they're like, oh, so you're pretty much just like a hippie. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's if you want to call me that, sure. And they all have neoprene socks on, which neoprene socks keep your feet warm while you're in the ice water. I'm, I don't do that. I'm trying to train my feet to get cold. And they're like, well, you have socks on. And they all have gloves on. Their hands are like sticking out the water. My hands are in the water. And I'm like fully soaked in. And they're like, you know, I'm trying to explain to them. I'm strengthening my body. And I remember looking at the lady and she was like, she was like, the socks are the difference between happiness and not. And I just started laughing. You know, I guess it's just a mind state. You choose what is happy to you. I don't, I didn't have a problem. I got out though. And it was so cold. Like I was, my feet were so cold. Like. I, I honestly it was better that time than the other time probably even colder this time and uh probably did like five minutes in there everyone starts getting out and stuff the, the women will always stay longer than the men they have more emotional control than men i'm waiting for some woman to beat the world record for the ice bath because it's men that have the record right now but they're i'm almost certain a woman will beat them there's just they have more control over their emotions and they can sit in the bath for longer because of that um so um, and then I'm sitting outside like waiting for my Uber. They all like invited me in their cars to stay warm and stuff. It was very kind, like very kind people. And yeah. it's, it's you know, it's not random that people swimming in the ice water are kind. It makes you happy. It makes you healthy. It makes you strong. Therefore, you start to love more. Gotcha. And that's, no, that would just piss me off. I'd just be like, and I'd be like, come on, come on, come on, get him, get him, come on. No, nah, I was I think that's I, how I would be. I waited outside and did my tai chi and warm yeah. up. Honestly, I was fine. My hands were fine. My feet were actually pretty fine. And yeah, uh, the tipper set was crazy though. Like my god, you, sheesh. A lot of different artists. I was dancing like a maniac. Saw a lot of good people I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Shout out to my man Roland Flowers. Love you, yeah. Roland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, fuck. Um, what are your predictions on the, I know you're a fucking, you know, you're a dollar head, you know, what are your prediction on the crypty? Oh, uh, I mean, crypto, I mean, I did pretty well in the last year. It's obviously in this down cycle now, but we could have bottomed out. I mean, it's not going to go that much lower. There's no way it, 10k maybe it's the lowest, but I mean, how, what's the worst that could happen now? Everyone's already lost 90% of their money if they have kept it in there. You know, and hopefully you pulled it out at some point and made some money off of it. And then yeah. when you see green, you got to take it. You, you know, you can't be getting greedy and be like, I need a million dollars. If you get, if you got 10K in there, dude, pull that shit out. Take that out. Enjoy yeah. it. Spend it. It's what's meant to be done with it. It's not Money doesn't like to be stagnant. It doesn't like to sit still. It likes to move. And when you realize that, you start uh, manifesting more money and manifesting more wealth. Yeah, always, You always know you have money even when it's not – you always know it's coming. It's it's there. You know what I'm saying? Just That's a different so mindset to manifest it. Love to hear that. 
Yeah, I, I think we'll be going back up here soon. The government will probably use crypto to help the new economic situation. And, then, you know, that's where the regulations will come in place. And then you will no longer be able to make 100,000% on a crypto. It'd be like the stock market. Yeah. I think there's one chance we have left to make. Uh, there'll be There's one last legendary bull run, and that's it. That's so it. don't fuck up this time. <laughs> and I don't know if you did or not. To no, anyone I, else on here. I, t- I took I think you did pretty well from when me and you were talking about. It. You got some made some money on yeah, Dogecoin. And I made like three grand, but I, I, dude, that's yeah. that's bro. You made if you're in the green, it doesn't matter as long as yeah. you're not in the red. No, but uh, right now I've just been like kind of like buying like yeah uh, slowly yeah like every bucks. week I don't do 50, 50 bucks I do fit like I'll do like fifteen or thirty bucks okay, good, every good, week and good. I'm like I'll just put it on certain things that's good dude like, dollar and, cost uh, averaging yeah that's the technique you're doing and uh, I'm just uh, kind of just getting it to a spot where I'm like yeah it feels right feels like <laughs> <laughs> you know if it goes back up it'll it'll be a nice uh, come up. Yeah, yeah. kind of like because I already like studied it enough to like understand what a come up would be if it were to come up again. But everything, like you said, is down. So I'm just like been just like chilling. Really, the thing that's tossing pennies around to invest. The ones that are investing are the ones that um, are doing that have done relatively well in this bear market. And then the ones that have like actual utility tied to them that have actual value, like uh, Telcoin's a nice project, TEL. They actually do, uh, it has to do with the money transfers, like kind of like uh, Western Union and MoneyGram and stuff like that. It makes it cheaper for them to send money around. Um, and there's another one, uh, Centivate. That's like a whole universal web idea. There's some issues with communications from them, but honestly, I still believe in their project. I have a lot of it. And, um, there was one called T-S-U-K-A, Tezuka. That one has made me so much money in the bear market. I got in under a penny, and it's like it went up to like 20-something cents and then went back down. I think it's at like five cents now. But, I mean, I'm still up, and like I'm not going to sell any because I know when the market flips around, that thing's run into a dollar. I'll sell when it has a dollar. I, I mean, I sell the whole way up. I have a plan. You have to go into it with a plan. If you don't have a plan, you're never going to press the sell button. Yeah. You got to like sell, I'll sell 25% when I make 100%. I'll sell like another 25%. And the market's different right now. You can't be greedy. You got to take the money when you get it and then just be happy when you get it. You well, the, don't- mar- the market's like so shitty right now. I'm just like, I'm sorry that I'm boring you guys, by the way. Um, <laughs> we're brought into a different direction. But uh, <laughs> I'm just, you know, Joe's a crypto guy. So I'm like, might as well talk about it. And so if any of you fucking I made a lot of greedy money assholes this, uh, are listening, you know. This project Liam Bergen told me about, it was, uh, he told me about this one project called Strong, and there's these nodes, and it was obviously a Ponzi scheme of just like high APY, people buying in later, and then the money going to the people buying in early, and so like all these later investors got fucked, I lost a couple thousand dollars on that one, but before that, that one started going down, he told me about this other project, and it was like a new project, I put like, a, I literally lost $7,000 the week before this too, off of someone just rugging my money and taking it, so I was down to like the last spill a bit of money I had to like start fucking around with and I, what was hell was it called Project X nodes which is like what the fuck like who calls it that shit like uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. Not a great name. Not very professional, in my opinion. Regardless, that shit had me running. Like, I had made 50K off of that shit. And I didn't I didn't pull it all out, but I pulled most of it out. Yeah. And then I, I, I think I lost, like, I put half of it in other things. Maybe even a little more than half. But I pretty much... I got all the money I lost back and then like a little bit extra to go on my trip with like about you know just a yeah. just a nice cushion to go on my trip with Fuck yeah. so then I quit my job for the summer for like four months five months and went on this like legendary trip all around the country drove around flew out to California went to a festival out there that's so beautiful yeah the, <laughs> that was a cool trip too California I even forgot about that uh, Tipper played out there at this festival called Same Same But Different in uh, San Bernardino on this lake and like I never been to California before there's people out there are different people yeah I went to New Mexico in April with Lee oh awesome awesome that was fucking everyone there is so nice but they don't know how to drive <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I could say about that <laughs> And their food sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking. I had some good. I think I was in New Mexico for. I was in the Four Corners. I didn't really go in New Mexico, but the Four Corners is where Utah, Colorado, Arizona, uh, okay. New Mexico all meet up there. Arizona was a cool state, too. I didn't go to any festivals out there, but we had a sweet Airbnb down in like this town called Strawberry. And, uh, uh, yeah. Fuck. Um, Utah was cool. Zion. Zion National Park, that was awesome. What is that, like a, like a Zion, scientific fucking research lab? Nah, Zion National Park is like one of the most beautiful national parks in the country. No, I don't it's a, uh, It's like... Um, Thank you, good sir. It's a desert that has this... It's called the Virgin River, and it goes through the, the park, and it really brings life to all the desert canyon around it. So it's like more of like this like lush desert canyon landscape with green, and it's fucking beautiful there. We did this hike called the Narrows. It was like 14 miles through a canyon. I don't... Mm-hmm. I think, it was, yeah, 14 miles, yeah. And we probably hiked a little long. Well, that was 14 miles in the total in the day. Um, yeah. Um... All right. I mean, I want to. I know you had a little notebook of some things you wanted to talk about. You want to whip it out and kind of yeah, about the handy dandy notebook. Go ahead. <laughs> this is a brand new uh, kind of things that someone's doing on the cast, and uh, I'm okay, okay with it because uh, it's the new year. It's the first episode of the new year. So I just wrote down like a, a bunch of different topics and things to talk about. So like for the cold, like I feel like the most important thing is if you're going to go out and try this, like don't be go jumping in the creek. Be patient with yourself. Go take a cold shower. Just do like a minute cold at the end of your shower every week. Do something longer. Challenge yourself a little more every time and just build up the endurance and be patient. You know, it's uh, and I feel like it's like. A lot of this is about like, you know, people today, they have no control, no control that we have no self-control anymore. It's like, it's absolutely insane. Everyone just like goes to whatever feels good, that whatever, when they can, if you can fuck, if you can take drugs, whatever it feels, watch TV, any type of quick dopamine are, are, fix. Are these notes just, you know, the top things on your mind right now? No, no. This is about, um, yeah, I, well, this is just <laughs> ideas and stuff. Because so like, you went from one thing to another and I was no, like, no, I'm this like, what are we, what are we jumping through? No, this is all connected, my friend. This is about the behaviors and things and how I use the ice to control my behaviors and myself how it gives me emotional control and um like I think that's an important thing to talk about in the world because no one ever told you how to deal with your feelings and it's like well how do you deal with it like well Uh there's nature out there most Uh people be drinking booze or you know the easy ways out you know so uh 
That's just something I want to talk about, as well as just like nature in general. You know, it being just a healing yeah. force for your body and mind. Like, what, don't you do you like just to sit in the sun ever when it's like beaming out? You know, when the spring starts to get all nice again and the sun just really warm and yeah, such a nice feeling, my friend. The sun is uh, it's a god of its own. I think uh, we need to take more care of ourselves and immerse ourselves in the nature a little bit. The sun, uh, the water, the trees, the air, breathe it all, the dirt, walk in it with your bare feet, ground yourself to the ground, you know? Yeah. It's all very important, and it's scientifically validated. You have uh, ion channels, ion flow in your body. Your body needs to be balanced. If it's overly charged, underly charged, you step on the ground, it gets a match of a... a a charge with the with the earth right every once in a while i like to dig a hole in the ground and kind of put my body in there and put a straw in my mouth <laughs> and kind of just like <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> no but no i think you're 100 percent right <laughs> i think uh like another thing i wanted to just talk about because like this has been something going on in my life like with my friends and the festivals and like we've just like built this community uh shout out to the infinity spacey discord it's this discord that my friend uh travis created uh he also goes by safaro arts on instagram follow him he makes awesome glass and merch and art he's amazing where can we follow this guy on instagram so it's at, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at Safaro, S-A-F-A-R-O, Arts, A-R-T-S. Um, and he made, we made this Discord. About whenever we go to these festivals, we really just add everyone to the Discord. And then we have this large couple hundred people community in there that's just all. The, and then it's other people, too, not just in the, from the festivals and stuff, but... We're just like building and it's like actually beautiful to see us all using our unique talents to build this community together. Right. And um, I think that falls on like a thing of leadership too. Like uh, we've all kind of become leaders in our own way for the group. You know, if we're good at something, we, we do it because we know the group needs it done. And that's just a thing. And it's like relates back to the society of the world. Like um, all these people people that we idolize and stuff and the presidents and you know it's just like who are they leaders you know do you is because the world is our community as well right uh actually you mind if i hijack this conversation real quick? yeah of course speaking of leaders and stuff um uh, not to get political but but what are your thoughts on the prediction and thoughts and predictions of politics to come so uh, to talk about politics, like I mean, you probably know I used to like talk about politics all the time. Dude. I was like very libertarian, just like didn't want to be on either side and stuff. And now I'm at the point where like, to be honest, dude, like either side's fucked up in the head. They all have pedophiles on each other's sides. They're all fucking doing shit that they're not supposed to be doing. They're all taking money from people. They're all fucked up, and they're none of them are fit to lead me. They're not my leaders ever. I will never, ever vote someone in that is not my leader. I lead myself. Yeah. I make my own wealth. I make my own health, and that's just how I live my life now. And uh, I won't take shit from any of these people anymore. It's just uh, I'll do my own thing, and I will navigate through the matrix my own way. I don't need... The system. I have my own system. So that's... Uh, it's, that's so wonderful. It's no longer about politics. They're just trying to divide us all. We need to come together on something. And if everyone... What's what's a better thing than to come together on is than health. 
than becoming healthy. Yeah. That's one thing we can all agree on. When we get, we obviously have different things. Everyone has different problems, different things. When you eat certain things, one person might have react something differently. But we all are a mammal. We all have very similar biologies. We all react to the cold the same. We all react to the hot the same. We all react with our minds the same. And I think just coming together with these ideas and concepts to help us become healthy might detach us from these not so fit yeah. leaders. I think uh, I think as long as you have money, it's like you're, you kind of do that though. You know? Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if you don't have money, it's kind of hard. That and that's why I can like see like fucking people be like fucking, um, you know, bombing someone or like, doing like a like a fucking festival shooting or like. Well, because you don't have money, you go shoot up a festival. No, but you know when you don't have money and you and you're homeless, I, I feel like that can or like you know if you, uh, it might be a deeper problem if you're going to shoot a festival. I don't know if it's money. I'm not. I'm not homeless or anything. No, I know you're or not like, saying you are. I'm, not like, saying. I'm just saying like you yeah, know, someone someone who you know like isn't someone who isn't winning by the system in today's world. Eventually, not everyone, but there's 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 a there's one in ten that like strikes out, yeah, and like does the thing that you see on the news, right? Am yeah, I wrong? I, I, don't I, mean, even, I honestly don't watch the news much right, anymore. But so, yeah. so one person that does like a weird like thing or like a fucked up thing on the news that you see, like a majority of the time, they're probably gonna have some sort of like, um, let's say like uh, interest. Or have a belief that's similar to maybe you or someone else, but you're not going to do that. But, like, when the system is fucked over someone, like like you said earlier today, you said, you know, you were going through a bunch of things with your body and stuff like that. And you said, and not trying to... Yeah, know. no, I said I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. there are some people who are like, well, I'm... I'm not only going to kill myself, I'm going to kill someone else. Yeah, I think that's... You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's and fucked it, up. And it's because the system isn't isn't there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. The system definitely is not there for him. Yeah. I would hope it's not a money thing. I would hope it's a more of a chemical in the brain well, thing. But I see every, what you're saying every time, about that. Every time is a money think, thing. If, Most of the time. I think what you were trying to say was like, also like, you might need money to help with your health too. Like, that's obviously an important thing. Sometimes money does equate to health because like, these socioeconomic situations in the city, there's not nutritious food for around to eat for people. There's not clean air to breathe. There's, you know what I mean? The water's not clean. Yeah. to drink like I've been eating rat tails for two weeks <laughs> <laughs> I hope not come to my house I'll feed you <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good with, bar- uh, with barbecue sauce I, I agree with that there's socioeconomic situations in this world that are just not okay we need to help people we need to figure out ways to give back to our community yeah, I, think, I think America's too greedy I think I, I agree with you is it, is it the room is it, are we gonna fall like Rome or can we can we change it I don't know. I uh, I think I think America's too too uh, prominent in the like social ladder where it's like if we fall like Rome, the entire globe falls like fucking Rome. So it's like that's what you, happens. You would hope that like fucking someone will prop us up. Something's gonna happen, you know? Cause uh, I don't know. I just. I hate, you know, all my life growing up, you hear, you know, 
you know, healthcare for all, because it's true. I mean, everyone should have healthcare. Everyone, if, if I get fucking, if I break my leg, I should be, I would be, it would be nice because I pay taxes already to go into the hospital and be like, yo, can you like fucking like do something about this? Instead of being like, well, it says you don't have health insurance. Get the fuck out of well, here. Dude, that's like my car accident. Yeah. My, my broke my legs. So I was in a car accident. Broke both my broke my left femur at the hip joint. Broke my right patella. And my kneecap was hanging out of my leg by the tendons. When the EMT came by, he literally had to grab my kneecap, put it back into my leg, and then put some bandages around it. My head went through the windshield. I was stuck in my car for like... Four hours. It was a hundred degrees that day, and uh, I was pretty much dead in the car. Like I dying. I didn't even know what was going on. Every person who came up to my window, I just started spitting blood out of them. Told them to get the fuck out of my face. I just wanted to kill them and stuff. I don't remember any of this. Mm. They ended up flying me in a helicopter, and uh, because it was a like car accident. Uh, well, let me continue with the story. I'll get to that part. So they flew me in a helicopter, get to the hospital, at the hospital for like two weeks. They screwed my hip back together. They cemented my knee back together. And then, you know, couldn't walk at all because both of my legs were fucked up. So then I had to get transported from there to a rehab. So I was at Bryn Mawr Rehab Center. Probably people, I mean, if there's any Howard people around here, I'm sure they know about it. A lot of the Eagles players go there for to recover from like knee surgery and stuff. Um and then I pretty much had to teach myself to like walk with one hopping leg. I could use my knee leg, but I couldn't bend it. So I had to use like a walker oh, and like, I, but at the end there, so I had these nurses come to my house when I got out to my house. And finally I had two health insurance policies at the time. I worked for Whole Foods and then I had, I was 25 or 24. So I saw my dad's health insurance. Both were amazing blue cross blue shield policies. And uh, because it was a car accident and in the state of New Jersey and the state of Pennsylvania. So, I mean, it really didn't matter where it happened at in my case at the time. Uh, the car insurance has to pay for all the medical bills. But my car insurance policy was 70K and I hit a Mercedes and the lady broke her wrist that I hit. And uh, pretty much that made the hospital, but like it, the 70K was already used. Like they, so then they literally told me to go fuck myself and the ended up being like $430,000 worth of medical bills. How the fuck am I supposed to pay 430 grand? I laughed and wiped my ass with that shit. Come on guys. Like this is fucked up. We, the, the medical system is fucked up in our country and that's not okay that that should happen to anybody. Like Dude, ever. That, that seemed like the, like a really good story. And then you said the end there and I was like, Oh my God, now I'm fucking mad. <laughs> like yeah. i mean luckily like i've dealt with it in a way where they're not coming after me and stuff so like where it didn't hurt my credit i'm pretty sure obama passed something where like it doesn't affect your credit now because it didn't affect my credit fuck fuck obama yeah well i mean i agree with that i'm not saying he was a good person i'm just saying i think he passed something at the time with obamacare that made yeah. it so they couldn't sue you for medical debt anymore I don't. Maybe not. I don't fucking know. I didn't get sued. I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know because I'm still paying some of my shit off. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I mean, I, I. It was like ten, ten grand, and now it's like uh, thirteen hundred bucks. Can you pay it off? Like, can you just send five dollars at a time? Someone told me that. I send like I send like two hundred dollars every month. Oh god. And it sucks. And then yeah. if I don't do it, they're like they call me. They're like they're like. What happened? And I'm so like, you sending any money? I'm like, yo, it's the fucking holidays. <laughs> fucking relax, <laughs> dude. I had to buy fucking Christmas presents, all right? Like, yo, I'm like trying to black out. 
Georgie. Oh, man. Let's see what's in the uh, the agenda here. You got anything else to yeah, say to the audience here? In here? Um. Oh, shout out to uh, at Casper's Focus, which is a guy named Casper Vander Mullen. He's like one of Wim Hof's students. I was talking a little bit about him earlier. Um, trying to get out to well. I'm going to get out to his workshop this year to kind of get mentored by him and learn a little more things about breath, the body, the physiology, all the science behind it. And like more about the sound healing aspect and the sacredness of it all, like really creating a sacred space to facilitate the healing for people. Cause I mean, like it's important. It's like, uh, they don't do that anymore. Back in the day, our communities would have medicine men, medicine women that would create these spaces for people to heal their bodies and heal their minds and stuff. And now we just go to the doctors and they just like, Oh, here, take this meal. Here, take this. You know, it's like sad antibiotics. Yeah. So uh, hopefully you know, the planets align for me for that sake. And then I just wanted to shout out, uh, uh, Dr. Liquid glitch. And, uh, so at Dr. Liquid glitch and then at exotic pasta, but it's spelled X O T I C pasta. Those are my two, uh, platonic husbands. They're my homies. They've done more for me than anyone I can talk about. And I love those platonic husband mean. We just don't touch dicks, you know? You kiss? <laughs> I mean, I kiss all my friends. What the fuck? Oh, I kiss everyone boy. on the forehead. I get talk on. talk about all my friends. I bless them with forehead kisses all day long. Hey guys, that's <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, uh, they're so really awesome people, and we're actually trying to do this uh, experience where, because uh, Doctor Liquid Glitcher Gabriel is a uh, VJ. He creates visual art and does like visual art for sets when people are playing DJ sets. Have all these cool animations flowing on the screen to the music. Kevin produces the exotic pasta, and uh, they're you know a duo in that regard. And then I'm gonna do an hour long ice bath for their set at one of these. We're gonna we're gonna do it. It's gonna be a trio. Nice. I'm gonna beat my record. Oh boy, that sounds fucking. Wonderful. Yeah. Shoot. Some nice bonding time with the boys, you know? You should come out, George. I'm going to invite you. I'm going to get you a ticket. You're coming out. All right. Yeah, if you can give me a ticket. Otherwise, I, I'm here doing my own thing. Nah, you're coming out, dude. I'm going to t- If you don't get me a ticket, I'm going to forget about it. But if you give me a ticket, <laughs> I'll, I'll get come. you a ticket. <laughs> I can get a ticket, so it's all good. You're coming out, man. Um, fuck, you got, you got time? We just broke an hour. Do you have time for two more questions? Or, yeah, man. Or just you want to do got, one more? No, nah, dude. You keep. I can keep talking for hours, my man. Okay. Yeah. Um, you 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 have at it. Let me hear what you got. Let me hear the questions. Um. What is your favorite place that no one knows, but you think is special to you? Like just like maybe a small town that like, or like just. It's a, probably the swim hole at my dad's house where I jump in butt ass naked because no one's around there and no one knows about it. You want to give the coordinates? No way. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Well, you want to maybe tell of some, <laughs> it's, some it's, you want to tell of another place then? Somewhere where somewhere I can go? Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, somewhere that no one has been, but like that, so they can go? Yeah, like where you know, like, you're like, I don't think anyone comes here. Um... Maybe a small town, maybe a restaurant. I I went to so many towns, I'm just trying to think of... uh, Maybe, um... 
Oh, uh, I'm sure not many people, but uh, this is for like the Philly fam. If anyone from Philly in the area listening to this, uh, there's a place up in Southampton called the Southampton Spa. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, George. It's a traditional Russian banya. The banya is like a bathhouse. It's like a sweat lodge place where people go where to. Is it? It's in uh, Southampton, so it's like Warminster area. It's like northeast. Okay, like by maybe a. Uh... No, not Mount Airy, fucking. Uh, it's like you take the four seventy six north to east extension. Is it by Langhorn? I don't know. I honestly don't don't know where Langhorn is. Oh, but it's a, so they got like seven different types of saunas. It's like a steam room. They have a Turkish sauna. They have a Russian sauna. They have a ham haman. It's called, which is like this like warm room. You can, it's like there's like uh, a cold room. There's uh, ice baths, there's cold showers, there's hot tubs, there's pools. It's like a real cool place just to chill. You get, you know, you get a robe, nice. get some food, you can bring some booze. You all hang out with your friends and go sweat and do the good stuff. Sweat the demons out. Get that. Get the milkies out your fucking cockle hole. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could probably do that there too, maybe. <laughs> Don't tell my son that. That's amazing. <laughs> you love to see that. Oh, boy. I mean that this is why we have people like this on the program here folks you know we love to have people like this cuz if you if, if if no if I'm not having them, who who else is going to have them Exactly fucking I'm pretty much just I, I'm a wild man that lives in the woods I swim in a creek all day I need help <laughs> I need people like George that have a platform to help me uh speak this mission now you know Speak your mind speak your that's what it's about. I think I have something else to say. Yeah, you have something else to say? Yeah, let me see what I got. I wrote some things down. Talked about that. Otherwise, maybe I'll ask you two more questions if you want. Yeah, you ask me the questions and then I'll get something and then uh yeah. you had a you had a grade school crush? Yeah, I did. I had my, it was like in sixth grade actually. What was what was him uh, his or her name? Uh, Sarah Spillane. Someone someone listening to this from Westchester probably knows her too. Oh, man. I know you have some Westchester friends. I, I like. She's still alive. She's still kicking. Yeah, I don't know. I think she lives somewhere out west or something. She actually goes to festivals too. I've been waiting. I'll probably see her at one at some point. Knowing how the universe works for me, I've seen everyone everywhere, all over the place. It's oh, crazy. Boy, man, you'll see her at the next one. I'm sure. You think, sure. you think uh, first crush, you think it'll be love of your life? Nah. Yeah, the love of my life is the ice. That's right. I, I That's love what myself. I wanted you to say. I think it, it took me some time to realize that, like, you got to love yourself, man. And if you don't do it, you just don't feel fulfilled in life. You have all these problems with yourself, and you really have to find a way to do it. And the only way to do it is to find what you like and what you do and your purpose. Right. Yeah. Fuck, that's so fucking uh, nice. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking, um, yeah, I mean, what were some, uh, what was your, I mean, I know you're, you know, big, uh, big, you know, you like to do smoke every once in a while. What, like smoke weed? Yeah. Uh, I honestly, like, I'm trying to really quit the smoking aspect of it. It's like, just becoming bad on my lungs. But yeah, mm-hmm. I smoked for a long time. Yeah. It's uh I'm realizing though you have, I don't you have any you have any great memories or um or sheesh. 
Or memories that you wish you forgot about? <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of memories that I did forget about because of it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's really not much. Like, it's not a big thing to me. It's, smoking's not like Do you mind crazy. if I tell a story real quick? Yeah, dude, go for it. This is... Um, Let's hear it. I was going to do a... Maybe I still will do a solo episode for the listeners that uh, don't listen to this one. <clears throat> But it's an it's a story about fucking how one day Joe hits me up and he's like, We're gonna go smoke. I got some brown sugar fucking hash and we're gonna go smoke <laughs> at Harry Yee's of Harvitz <laughs> And I'm like, Okay. I'm like, All right, this sounds pretty fun, I guess, you know, I'm not entirely into the, the old smoking thing, but I'll give it a gander, you know. And we go up there and Harry Yee's fucking in his flip flops listening to I've got a feeling that this night's gonna be a... Then he's listening to this song during the middle of the day. And I don't understand how someone does that during the middle of the day. <laughs> Listen to that song. Which is probably the Black Eyed Peas, right? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, that is the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't understand how someone listens to that song about nighttime in the middle of the day. Um, but he, he, he was just a champion at that. He was... Um, he probably has done it a million times before our, you know, encounter, and um, you know we, um, Job comes and brings his brown sugar hash. I meet him at the location. Harry uses a scoundrel and maybe a scumbag and maybe other some other words, but I don't know him too <laughs> well enough to solidify those words for him. But um, we're here and we're smoking and. And I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I'm so fucking high! I'm like, what the fuck? And Joe and Harry are talking about God knows what. I at this point, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just like, this is none of this means anything to me. And we're and then we and then Joe's like, you know, here's the bright idea. He's like, let's go on the balcony. And I'm like, okay, I like this idea. This is a good idea. So we're on the balcony. Harry lives on the third story. And I'm like, this is the perfect opportunity to fucking kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't, ladies and gentlemen, I don't because I'm too much of a coward. And I I don't think I could throw my limbs off of a balcony just because I'm too high. But I surely did want to because it was a terrible experience. and My anxiety was out the roof. Um, But, you know, I think eventually uh, I crawled my way out of that situation went back home and uh just so you guys know a little bit closer into the the story we all lived within like a hundred feet of each other <laughs> so yeah, yeah, in the same apartment complex. <laughs> in the same apartment complex so i just fucking was i i want to say drunkenly but i wasn't i was just so high i just like was stumbling back to my place and just took a shower threw up and fucking passed out <laughs> That's my. That's one of the worst weed stories I think I've ever had, and it's because of you, kind of, not really entirely, but you're just involved in it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I was trying to say that, tell that story as fast as I possibly could, <laughs> and then for it to be entertaining. Well, it sounds entertaining. Yeah. What else you got? You got one more question? You said forget um i think i'm just rambling off the noggin now i guess um right. uh, i do have one more obviously yeah, go the for final it. ender one oh do, so so wait till okay do you want me to 
No, no, let me uh, say a couple of things before. Right, let me use the bathroom real quick. I'm going to pee on top of your pee. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> so I can keep talking? Do I keep yeah, talking? Uh, hey, right. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the headphones while you're, you're doing your thing. I love the lax atmosphere here. George knows how to create the vibe. So I just wanted to say something about, like, uh, I guess some things that maybe happened recently in a lot of my friends' lives and stuff and my life and just, like, being conscious of how you make others feel with what you are doing, actually having the real level of empathy that a human being is supposed to have to honestly expand his mind and follow his heart or her heart or their heart, whatever, um, it's very important to just know how you affect people because it's how you become a better person when you realize you've hurt someone or did something wrong or you know you got to reflect on that stuff and realize like maybe you were not right maybe uh maybe you were wrong you know um and just like as well as the general idea of just like being accepting of other people's ideas and feelings and stuff and just like trying to, you know, be more of a community because the world is too divided. Sometimes being right isn't necessarily the right thing, if that makes sense. Sometimes being the nice, kind person and just opening up for people and just being a space for them just to, you know really open up to you and like you know some people have trauma and stuff some people need spaces to cry to some people need things to talk to when someone's like in your face and yelling at you sometimes they're not yelling at you they're yelling about something and they just need someone that listens to them they don't even need you to say anything and i think it's just important that uh, we really take the time to do that and like i guess another thing that goes along with that is like um substance abuses and stuff like people just like you know when you're doing these drugs and stuff sometimes you don't really realize what you're doing to other people or yourself even and i think it's like maybe a time where the human consciousness and human experience can get more from their own brains than these external chemicals our brain is a magnificent drug of its own i hang out with my friends and i feel like i'm on drugs i don't even need drugs because they're it's just being around that makes me so happy and um yeah, I just, uh, I think um, that's some good things to talk about and just some things that have been going on in my clan of Vikings and my clan of friends and my group and community and stuff and our our, our community. And uh, yeah, it was important to note that. Any last words? Yeah, a slonk, uh, raw eggs all day, drink raw goat milk. Uh, drink some cacao in the morning, take some ice baths, go on some run, move your body, do some yoga, stretch a little bit, and uh, treat your body right. Have some self-love and self-care for yourself. Be patient for yourself. Respect yourself. Don't let anyone walk on you. You're a king, a queen. You're a royal. You do not uh, need others' opinions and beliefs. You have your own. You are strong. You are powerful. Your mind can do anything. All right. Well, that was absolutely beautiful i know i've said that about a hundred times on this episode but absolutely beautiful you love to hear that and hopefully that encouraged you to get off your couch and stop watching bob's burgers for the millionth time huh oh yeah good so uh i have some things like coming up this year i have some workshops planned and um some like uh i guess mediums to in like 
show my routines and teach people what I know, like a Patreon I was going to create, a uh, YouTube channel, some other things. So just keep on the lookout, guys. We got some big things coming out for the Iceman here. Heard that here first, folks. God damn. Look out. Fucking Patreon, YouTube, Pornhub. <laughs> the workshops. <laughs> the works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you guys ever go to any festivals, look on the workshop uh, page and just check to see if I'm on there. That's right. Um, but, um, all right, this has um, been the first episode of the year. It's pretty, pretty sick. Um, sorry I wasn't able to put out more episodes last month i think i wanted to do two solo episodes it just didn't work out and uh episodes lee and i just didn't work out um just been real busy and uh doing my own stuff but i'm trying to do this stuff at the same time so thank you for being patient i love that i got a lovely uh listener base from all over and um you know, if you guys wanna, you know, leave a review, maybe um, leave a comment on uh, or something, or however your programming station allows you to do your certain things. Wherever you're listening on, just I don't know, one stars, sixty nine stars, cartwheel sixty nine. I don't give a fuck. Just whatever makes you guys happy. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, I think um, I think in the further future, you know, maybe uh, doing some things with some previous guests, seeing what they've been up to, and uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think you guys will like that. Probably see Joe. What are we in January? Joe, maybe we'll have you back on in May. See what your life's looking like. Sounds good. Yeah, May or April. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So when the warm months come, uh, I have I think I have a couple workshops around that time, so I just have to make sure some of them take me far lands away. But um, before we leave and click uh, end on this, you know, you want to reiterate your Instagram handle, you know? Yeah, it's at ice underscore man underscore Jose. Uh, yep, yeah, shoot me a follow. I usually follow most of my people back. Just, I mean, I don't really care about the follow to following ratio. It doesn't, you know, I like to see my people and what they're up to and stuff. Uh, as well as, um, yeah, just spread some love, guys. Be be light, be warm. Be, uh, follow your heart. All right. That's just wonderful. You guys have a good one, and we'll see you again uh, later this month, I think. All right. God bless. Bye.